You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. All right, so we'll start off here tonight, Paisley Baseball. We're going to go with the Reds. Dog tonight in Philadelphia, plus 144. Wheeler against Tyler Maley. Good pitching matchup. Philly's bullpen went out lefty, scares me late in the game, especially with those Reds bats like Winker and Votto. Go Reds to win the game, plus 144. Votto to deep right center field. Wow! The greatness of Joey Votto. 15 home runs in 22 games. Climb on his back. It's 3 nothing Reds. From BetQL. How about that? Welcome on in. BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe Giglio joined this week by Cody Decker as Joe was off. I think buying up every Justin Fields jersey there is out there. Cody, we got a lot to talk about. The people, actually, quickly here, the people, we we put a show vote. We're going to do it again today, asking the people who we should bet on as a show, home run prop. Cody, the people chose Joey Votto on Friday. Boom, he delivered. It's a good bet. bet. It it just just is a good bet, bet. plain and simple. He's Joey Votto. I mean, what he's been doing doing in this second second half half so far has been been off the charts, and you just got to love it. He's been, I mean, he's really turned back the Joey Votto of old. He's been aggressive at the plate, yet still patient at the same time. He's been taking some walks, and if you throw the ball anywhere near the zone, Joey Votto is doing some serious damage. I could arguably say it's amazing how everybody's been saying, oh, Bryce Harper's really put himself into the MVP category. Why is no one saying the same thing about Joey Votto? Yeah, and you could have got his odds like 100 to 1 a few weeks ago. We'll check in on NL MVP. The favorite came back yesterday, Fernando Tatis. That's all coming up. A lot to get into here. It is Joe Giulio, Cody Decker, Beck UL Daily. We'll talk to Mike Lombardi later, our Odyssey NFL insider. Kenny Ducey next hour on all things baseball. He's great. We'll touch on a million different things, including the NFL. And Cody here, a lot of NFL this week. I know it's still mid-August, but the preseason arrived. And how about this? The rookie quarterbacks shined. You know what? Let's go to our headlines because that's what it's all about. Time for today's headlines. Snap back four man rush fields hangs in there starts to close he leaves the pocket ejects left to the 10 to the 5 bulls into the end zone for the touchdown touchdown bears penalty marker far side of the field though holding on Miami put it on the board baby Justin Fields <laughs> an eight yard touchdown run and they're on their feet at Soldier Field 13-9 Miami all right, Cody, maybe you and I could bring a little perspective here. So this was the uh, the first weekend we got a chance to see the rookie quarterbacks, right? So it went from Lawrence and Jacksonville, Zach Wilson with the Jets, Trey Lance getting some run with the Niners, Justin Fields, we're going to talk about first here, Mac Jones with the Patriots. And, and Cody, 
Joe O is out this week. He's taking a week off. You're in. I'm excited to do the show with you. But of course, Joe O is Chicago guy, a Chicago Bears guy. Um, we're working with all, basically everyone behind the scenes here is a Chicago Bears guy. All I've been hearing is about Justin Fields. And I, you know, my first instinct was come on here and just be like, listen, everyone take a deep breath. But Cody, you watched the game on Saturday. Looks pretty good. He looks the part. No. And he, cer- he no. certainly looks ready to play. Joe, I understand that everyone that works on this show and network is a complete Chicago mark at the end of the day. Do not, do not fall into the same trap. You know, you know what it is to be a Bears fan. Don't do this to yourself. You know for a fact we got our hypes really high right now because of an August preseason week one game of Justin Fields. Yes, it's better than Trubisky, but let's be real clear here. It's week one. He had a couple of good drives, but I think everybody going out and buying Justin Fields jerseys right now is a bit hasty. Yeah, I feel like uh, this show, I mean, this show we're on, Beck UL Deli, probably has more Justin Fields jerseys per capita, per people on the show, than any show in America that's not a, sh- you know, you know, a literal show in Chicago. We're we're doing the show across the country here on the Odyssey app. And listen, all, all I hear is Justin Fields. Now, I will say, I will say, he did look pretty good. He did look yeah. good. And you know what else? He, he looked comfortable. And it, and and we are, and we will play it here for you. Cody, you mentioned something. I know you were talking about Paul before the show about his mentality, and it seemed like from the way he talked, like the game wasn't overwhelming. It's almost like it wasn't fast at all, which is that's what you worry about with rookie quarterbacks, right? Is the game too fast? It was actually kind of slow, to to be honest. Uh, You know, I think, you know, I I was expecting it to be a little bit faster, but, you know, practicing, you know, game speed, going at it with my teammates every day. And, of course, you know, we have a great defense. So uh, me going against them every day, um, it it definitely slowed slowed the game up a a little bit for me. So, um, I mean, I, I felt comfortable out there, and um, I just, you know, I, of course I have room to grow, so I'm just going to try to get better each and every day. Listen, he didn't say anything wrong. He actually said he gave a good compliment to his own defense, as he should. He's got the best defense, arguably, in the NFL, one of them at least. Not, But here's the thing that really worries me. Yeah, he scored some points. He did. He had a couple of very good drives, but he's not playing again. He was playing against, it's week one in quarter two. He wasn't playing against the primary defense of anybody. Not to mention, let's not forget the fact that the Chicago Bears offensive line is a little banged up, especially on the left side right now. That is something that really worries me about a mobile young quarterback like Fields. Oh, for sure. Let's bring Jake Hassan in here. He's our board operations manager. Uh, have you put Justin Fields in Canton yet, Jake? <laughs> yeah, need to make the bust personally, so we're working on that. How do you feel though, for real? You're, I know you're excited. Yeah, I mean, like Cody said, you have to kind of temper expectations because it is the preseason. But it was everything you wanted. Some of those throws were great. The running ability that we haven't seen, it was great. It was everything you wanted relative to expectations in the preseason. Yeah, I agree. Look, he looked good. I mean, I, I was impressed with what I saw. It's great that he feels the game is slow. Here's a question for you, Cody. Bears at Rams week one. I my first lean is that that's a that's a clear Rams game. I would take the Rams minus seven. Would your mind be changed if Fields was in there instead of Andy Dalton? Because I think their line and we all project Andy Dalton's going to be the week one starter. I, I wouldn't change my mind as much as I like Justin Fields. I think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. I I still think the Rams would play there, and I think like tempering expectations for all these rookies is is the way to go because we're going to get excited. We're going to watch them this past weekend. Next week, we're going to say, oh, start them all, play them all. There's going to be growing pains. These guys are not all going to come in the NFL and just light it up. 
And that's not a defense you want to start fields with anyways. You know, that's a, that's a team that could accidentally rip his heart out, and I don't want to see that happen to him in week one. Yeah, Andy Dalton's most likely going to start week one, as he probably honestly should give fields a few weeks to kind of get into get set and see what Andy Dalton is bringing to the table. I mean, I know Andy Dalton is a really good punchline for all of us. It's a very easy target. But at the end of the day, Andy Dalton is a decent quarterback. Is he going to take this team to the, uh, the Super Bowl? No, he's not. It's just not going to happen. But he could be a good stopgap, you know, a little Drew Bledsoe into your Tom Brady, so to speak. Now, that was a very, very, very drastic comparison, I'm aware. Slow down, everybody, and especially you Chicago fans. Do not start saying that I said that he's the next Tom Brady. He's probably not. But he's going to be very, very good, and I don't want to see him get rushed out there too early, especially in a team that could honestly hurt him, literally injure him, and I don't want to see that happen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, we're about an hour away from the uh, the BeckQL social team putting out one of those graphics co- with Cody Decker's quote. This could be this could be Drew Bledsoe into oh, do it. Dalton to Fields. I'm waiting for it. An hour from now, it's on Instagram. I'm telling you, it, it'll be there. There's no question about so, it. I, I want to be on record. There better be a second graphic where Se- Cody says, there is no way this is going to happen. It had to put that in like the really small font in parentheses on the bottom. It's like no one can really see it, but it's there, so you can't complain. All right, Cody, quickly, on the other rookie quarterbacks we saw this weekend, Fields was impressive. Trey Lance threw the bomb down the field. That That's the other one that's really going to cause some buzz because, look, we know Trevor Lawrence is going to be the guy in Jacksonville. It doesn't matter what Urban Meyer says. He's going to be the guy. Wilson is clearly going to start for the Jets. They don't even have a veteran quarterback on the roster. And the Mac Jones thing I think will eventually take take, you know, he'll take over for Cam. But the real other interesting one is what does what happens in San Francisco? Because Lance looks the part. But, Cody, the one thing that I think people are forgetting, he's played one football game in almost two years because of what happened last year. North Dakota, uh, North Dakota State well, played one game because of the pandemic and their season got all out of whack. He's played one game. I, I st- as good as he looked, his throw down the field, I still find it hard to believe Garoppolo is not going to be the starter week one. Maybe I'm dead wrong. I, I still think it's Jimmy G to start the season. It's got to be Jimmy G. And I'm not the biggest Jimmy G fan. I've made fun of Jimmy G quite a few times. Anytime he's under pressure, that guy freaks out. He's got the worst poker face, I think, in the NFL. Just always, anytime he sees a defender coming, oh, my God, oh, my God. It's just endlessly like that. However, come on, the guy is just two years removed from a Super Bowl. I know it wasn't the best Super Bowl in the world, but this is a guy who took a team to a Super Bowl, and we're sitting here about him being replaced by you know, a young guy who has literally one game under his belt in week one. I don't get it. I truly don't. Do I think Garoppolo is going to be there much longer? No. But this is it. this just feels very hasty and, quite frankly, cruel. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of weird that – 
I guess I'm just surprised at how many people, not just fans, like that media people, national media people are saying, Lance is going to take it. Lance is going to take it. And I mean, eventually he is going to take the job. But I always, Cody, I always feel like it's easier to let it play out naturally. Jimmy G, whether you think he's good, he's bad, he's average, whatever, he always gets hurt. I feel like the most natural way this is going to go is Jimmy G's going to start the season. He's going to get banged up, come off the field. Lance is going to come on the field, and he's never going to come off. But, like, that's the way easier way for Shanahan to deal with this. Just wait for the opening, put the kid in, and then, boom, it makes sense. Look what happened in Los Angeles last year with the Chargers. Now, is that a realistic thing that a guy gets a shot and accidentally punctures his lung? No, that's a freak, freak, freak accident. But it naturally happened that you get your new quarterback in there and he never left the job. That's kind of the way, in my opinion, it kind of should happen. Forcing a young quarterback out there, you're just going to end up with another Mitch Trubitsky type situation. And that's something I don't want to see with any of these young quarterbacks. Although we are going to see it in Jacksonville. I do not think Trevor Lawrence is going to be very impressive, especially this year. Whoa, that that's a big one because he, I mean, he was the guy, like he's the next Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I watched Lawrence, you see the arm strength. I do think mm-hmm. he looks frail, like he's really tall, but he's really skinny. I that worries me a little bit here. So the preseason is underway. Other thing we noticed with this weekend, especially people taking the games, the unders, the unders were 14 and three in these games. Offense takes a while to get going. And Cody, how about this with John Harbaugh? He's a machine in the preseason. The Ravens are now they cover again they were favored by two and a half they covered again they have won 18 straight preseason games under john harbaugh like the preseason always feels like like whatever who cares the ravens must care because all they do is win in the preseason it's got to be something it's got to be some sort of thing where they have to at least acknowledge it or talk about it pre-game or week of the game it's unbelievable i know it's preseason i know it doesn't count but 18 straight preseason games they, they, they deserve some sort of award. It should be, honestly, the Harbaugh Award. I mean, it's you think about it, there was no preseason last year. You have four games a year. We're, we're going back to, I think, 2015, the last time they lost a preseason game. That is a really long time. So the unders were the king this week in the preseason. And then, Cody, yesterday, the uh, National League MVP favorite, he returned, although in a different position. Driven in the air to deep left field off the bat of Nando. It is gone! Two home runs today in the return of Fernando Tatis Jr. Solo shot in the third, solo shot in the fifth. Padres take a 2-1 lead. Welcome back, Nando! Dan Orsillo on the call there. How about that? He plays right field yesterday as the Padres trying to keep that shoulder healthy. Boom! Just shows up, hits two home runs as if he didn't miss a few weeks, as if he's not banged up. Cody... He's incredible. He now leads the National League in home runs, and he's tied for stolen bases. Cody, no one has done that since 1932. Home runs, stolen bases, same year. Not only is he doing that, he's also been on the DL twice, and both stints were more than 10 days. This is He's missed almost a month of this season. He's leading the NL in home runs and stolen base. It's just unbelievable what this guy is doing. And yes, I have been trying to push hard for some other MVP futures because there's some really intriguing names in the NL. But if we have a remotely healthy Fernando Tatis Jr., as we're seeing right now, this is a guy who's separated. He's dislocated his left shoulder twice this season. He keeps coming back and immediately homering right out the gate. The guy's a freak. I've never seen a guy I'm going to say this, and I really truly mean this. I don't know if I've ever seen a more talented baseball player than Fernando Tatis Jr. That doesn't mean I think he's the best baseball player. I think I think Mike Trout will be the greatest player who may ever live, in my opinion. But right now, talent-wise, there's nothing he can't do at an elite, elite, elite level. 
It's just a matter of whether or not he could stay healthy and stay on the field. And that's the thing that'll make or break him in the MVP race. Yeah, the, the talent, when you say talent, especially the power-speed combination, the last time I remember feeling this about a player this young was when Alex Rodriguez was really young with the with the Mariners. Like playing shortstop, 40 home runs, 40 steals. He was incredible. Tatis can be that. Like, that's what we're watching here. And, like, there's no rust. Boom, he comes right back, two home runs, and and they need him. And we'll talk about the races as the show goes along and this week goes along. The Padres are being chased now, not only by the Reds, but how about Jake Hassan's Devil Magic Cardinals? Six in a row. They're four and a half back. I think three in the loss column. What is going on here? I thought the Cardinals were dead two months ago. Every single year. They always figure out how to get to the playoffs. I hate the Cardinals so much. So much. Why? Because they're boring as hell. They're vanilla as hell. And they always seem to figure out how to get to the playoffs. And you know what was the thing that really made me hate them? 2005, a team that belonged nowhere near the playoffs. And they won the World Series up against a much, much more superior uh, uh, Tigers team in Detroit. I have not let that go to this day. That is a team that should never. Oh, sorry. That was that 2005 was against White Sox. They shouldn't have won that. Uh, Either I'm just saying the Cardinals should not be winning the World Series. They should not be making the playoffs. This is a team I just despise, but they always figure out how to make the playoffs. It's the worst. Uh, No question in my mind they're going to be in this thing for the last week. This is what they do. Joe Giglio, Cody Decker. This is BeckQL Daily. BeckQL Network presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. On the other side, we got to get into some NFL overreactions. I already heard one from Cody. Trevor Lawrence, maybe not that good. We'll touch on that. A lot of overreactions, but maybe they're realistic reactions. This is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BetQL Network.